about that cigar? How about that cigar? What was I don't that? know. I don't know what that was. <laughs> that was the best thing I've ever heard. I would like to apologize. Oh my gosh. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 58 of How About That Cigar Live. It is Jeez. our favorite night of the week. It's Tuesday. It's another Quarren Tuesday for us ah. here at the How About How About That Cigar Studios, the Drew Estate Cigar Studios, and we want to talk to you about Drew Estate's spring seasonal release of the infamous Flying Pig Vitola. The Kentucky Fire Cured Flying Pig has Kentucky seed tobacco grown and fire cured in Hopkinsville, Kentucky. Undercrown Maduro Flying Pig features a Mexican San Andreas Maduro wrapper. The Undercrown Shade Flying Pig with an Ecuadorian Connecticut Shade Wrapper. The Undercrown Sungrown Flying Pig with a Sungrown Sumatra Wrapper. And rounding out the release, the Liga Pravada Number 9 features a Connecticut Broadleaf Wrapper. And Liga Pravada T52 features a Connecticut River Stock Cut and Sun Cured Habano Wrapper. For more information, please visit DrewEstate.com. So, Garrett... Week number 77 or something of quarantine. Yeah. It feels like yeah. it sometimes. Um, where are you at with the whole quarantine thing? Because I'm uh, not going to lie. I'm kind of losing my mind. Um, wait, what did you just say? I don't <laughs> Focus. Dude, yeah, I know. This has been. I know. This has been something else. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, so tonight, uh, before we bring in our special guest, Garrett and I are going to fire up some beautiful cigars from diamond crown mm-hmm. uh this uh this lovely three pack uh in this beautiful leather case that i got from a very good friend for a secret santa gift uh this past year uh actually was it two years ago yeah it was two years ago uh so uh this seemed like a very good night to fire these guys up um so as we've talked about for the last couple of weeks you guys we really appreciate you spending some time with us here on uh, on the broadcast we want to encourage you to get out there and support your brick and mortar cigar shops you know there are some places that are starting to reopen get on the phone and call your brick and mortar shops follow their facebook accounts and things like that uh, and find out what they're doing some are doing curbside only still uh some are are open again so be on the phone with them uh, and and please support your brick and mortar cigar shops. It's really important to keep part of that culture going. You know the uh, there's a lot of businesses that are hurting. You know during this time, but you know for us, obviously we want people to be safe. But part of safety is you know keeping our keeping everything going as a you know as a country and different. We have different cultures. There's you know different uh, things that people get into and the thing that we get into obviously is premium hand rolled cigars so get out there in the community support your local brick and mortars and continue as you're able to get onto a lot of these great vherfs that have been going on there's vherfs on zoom and uh, and on facebook so if you're a part of a a, a, a regional or even national or international uh, facebook cigar group get on there get to know some people have some conversations uh, in lieu of, you know, being able to go to your local cigar shop, hopefully we'll be able to get back to those soon. Distance learning. Oh, yeah. So have you been so there, there are actually a lot of really good places that are putting up free content where you can learn about everything from, you know, tiling a bathroom to, you know, writing a manuscript. And mm-hmm. so but have I'm you talking, been taking advantage of any of those? Well, I have actually. Um I'm doing some uh, Salesforce training and oh nice. Um, I've been 
dude, I've been doing all these projects with uh, Raspberry Pis lately. Okay. I've got cameras all over my house now. <laughs> well, uh, it's not creepy. Tell me more. <laughs> no. So uh, built a uh, Plex server with oh, uh, nice. with a Raspberry Pi 4, and um, that's a lot of fun. But my kids doing distance learning. Yeah, it's a struggle. Dude. My gosh. I saw a great meme the other day that... Uh, that somebody, you know, put it, somebody had, a uh, parent had put a note to their teacher on the side of their car and it said something like, <laughs> um, you lied. My <laughs> child is not nice to have in class. <laughs> that is, that is very true. And for those of us, you know, and those of you watching and listening and, and, and all of us here, we, you know, if you've got kids at home and you're doing the distance learning thing where you're trying to maybe maybe you're trying to work from home while sim- simultaneously helping your kid to do their work from home, it's a challenge, you know. And for for those of us who aren't really inclined to, you know, teach small children, um, you know, it's it's definitely a, a learning opportunity mm. um mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say i love it but mm. it's it's definitely a learning opportunity it and is it's it's uh it's helping us figure out new ways to communicate is that <laughs> there you go shooting star the more you know um so guys we want to bring in our special guests this week um we're really excited to have them on the show and before we bring them in we want to let you know as always our special guests are brought to you by corona cigar company and coronacigar.com it is the Internet's largest and easiest-to-use virtual cigar store. Corona Cigar Company offers you the finest handmade cigars, humidors, and cigar accessories at the absolute lowest possible price. You will also find unique and limited cigars containing Florida sun-grown tobacco. As a proud American, president and founder of Corona Cigar Company, Mr. Jeff Borshowitz believed it was possible to bring cigar tobacco farming back to Florida at Corona Cigar company and coronacigar.com you'll find the best selection anywhere in the world of cigars containing this special florida sun-grown tobacco for more info on all of that please visit coronacigar.com and floridasungrown.com so viewers and listeners for the last few months i've been seeing things on social media you've maybe seen them as well these ridiculously beautiful handmade ashtrays and cigar accessories and i was like what on earth is this about and then it turns out that i know one of the guys who's involved in this project and you guys a lot of you guys probably know him too and he and his business partner are on our show tonight we want to welcome them to the show give a roaring round of applause from char design co please welcome casey spurgeon and noah geyer guys how's it going hey hey. Thank you for having us on. Been waiting forever to get on here and missed the mark a couple times, but we're here. Absolutely. it's We're really excited to have you guys on the show. Like I said in the intro, you know, when I started seeing some of this stuff drop on social media, some of these pictures of, of some of these, these ashtrays, I was absolutely blown away by the design, by the just the look and feel of these things. And you know, I, we, right away, I was, I reached out to Noah because Noah and I had a previous re- relationship, Noah and Noah from, uh, from irobusto.com and, and cut light smoke. And we got to know each other at IPCPR a few years ago and, and at Ristafari as well. And, um, so, uh, Noah, give us a little bit of an idea 
about, you know, when you got to know when you got to know Casey and, you know, Casey's talents for, you know, making these beautiful creations and, you know, give us sort of the beginnings of of this idea of how how it all came to be. So, yeah, Casey and I met each other when we were about, what, 14 years old. Is that right? It's been a hot minute. (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, and that's about roughly when I started smoking cigars. I don't know if you're supposed to say that, but um, <laughs> it's been a little while. But anyways, we met at this uh, this church camp thing and uh, just been really good friends ever since. And about 10 years ago, Casey, out of the goodness of his heart, made me this bad boy. So this is the original, I guess you could call it a char, but it was like uh, pre-char, right? Char in uh, elementary school. So, uh, <laughs> but this original piece was just a friendly gift he gave me. I've been using it for my reviews. You guys may have seen that uh, in a lot of my pictures for my cigar reviews with Cut Light Smoke. And uh, fast forward, you know, to this year and Casey, I'll kind of let him chime in with the story of how he started Char, really. Um, I've just always been kind of a cigar guy and then he's been a woodworking guy his whole life and I'll kind of let him take it from here because he's really the one that got this going and hit me up and I was like, (laughs) heck, we can do this. All right, let's go. Yeah, no, I mean, it's kind of a passion project for both of us. Noah, Noah's huge in the cigars. I know he's always loved cigars. He got me into cigars several years ago. Uh, so, so when it came to actually, uh, I'm supposed to be getting married here and I was supposed to be end of June and now it's going to be August, but I was trying to figure out the perfect thing to give my groomsmen. And, uh, the secret's kind of up now cause it, <laughs> Noah's one of my groomsmen, but, uh, <laughs> It was going to be these ashtrays. So this is actually the original test ashtray. I'm using it right now uh, with a nice flower in the middle. And I made five of these for all my groomsmen. And uh, then I just kept having more ideas of different ashtrays. And uh, everyone I showed loved them. So we just kind of kept growing. And I, I love to, to make these uh, and just come up with different ideas that it, it has not been seen in the industry. So um I just yeah. love making these and seeing them. Casey hit me up and was like, hey, man, you should come over and we should talk about this business. So we spent, yeah. what, like six hours in your garage um, just yeah. BSing and then kind of coming up with different ideas and how we could market and what sector we were looking to hit. And it just kind of all fell in place. And we both love our piece and neither of us could do this without the other. So exactly. it kind of worked out really well. Oh, that's great. Um, Casey, give us an idea of you know how long you've been um, working know, with wood work. How long you've been working with wood? Yeah, guys love wood. <laughs> Best thing. Ever. Well, who doesn't? I mean, right? <laughs> Professional no, so, wood guy. Yeah, I grew, I mean, I grew up doing it. My dad is a huge woodworker. Uh, he, he's just so passionate about making stuff that nobody else can do or thinks to do. So, uh, I've kind of really grabbed onto that when I was a little kid. And I remember, uh, you know, running the lathe with my dad when I was 10 years old and uh, just making whatever he was doing. I was right next to him. And uh, I still to this day love every time that I plane a piece of wood and see what the grain looks like or, yeah, you know, sand, a, sand out a piece or whatever. It could be a flat piece of wood or the, the most intricate thing you could think of. I'm just as excited either way. So yeah. I'm – I. This is this is my my passion is is wood. <laughs> Matt and I also get excited wood. over wood. Yeah, we do get excited about wood as well. <laughs> Everybody loves wood. Come on. 
Um, I forgot to ask at the beginning of the show. Um, Noah, what are you uh, smoking and drinking right now? So you don't always get to be on How About That Cigar. So how about that cigar? We got the Black Irish today. Mm. Mm. And uh, I'm real high class. I got water, so don't not oh anymore, but... Super high class. <laughs> Casey, what are you smoking and drinking? I've got the uh, Mi Carita. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tricky Chaka by Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. And Number I'm, one for last year for me. I got a nice Manhattan with the Woodford Reserve Double Oak. He's all about that wood. That He's makes, on top yeah. of that wood. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that one. Well, and I also, so I'm, uh, so like I said, Garrett and I are smoking these Diamond Crowns, but I poured myself some uh, of uh, the Balvini Double Wood. Oh, that's good. So, a lot of wood flying. So much wood. So much wood. (laughs) And I got to show this too. So, for those of you guys watching, uh, if you're if you're on the audio podcast, uh, listening on your uh, your iPhone right now, go and watch the uh, after the fact. Watch the broadcast on YouTube or Facebook because these guys. So Noah sends me an email saying, "Hey, give me your address." I was like, "Okay, here's my address." And then yesterday in the mail. This thing shows up. And How about my, that cigar? My jaw was on the floor for like an hour. I mean, this thing is cherry, Stupid. cherry, and figured maple with the "How about that cigar" logo carved into the base. I mean, it's just it's and, oh and, oh my gosh! And that rim job, that rim job, <laughs> that is a I hell mean, of a rim job. <laughs> Casey took a little while making that rim job. Yeah. <laughs> really got in deep on that one. Yeah, really. <laughs> so, guys, uh, I am. I, thank thank you. you so much, guys. Absolutely. Thank We're, you for having us on. It's it's well, incredible. I, I went to put it. I was like, you know, this is going to yeah. be our new ashtray centerpiece for our shows. So he sets it on the table here, and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That's we're not going to put we're not going to put ashes in that. But, but so you guys obviously you you make them as, as beautiful as they are, and as much of a luxury product as this is, you make them to be used. Absolutely, you know, they're, they're not supposed to just be show pieces sitting on a shelf. Although this one is this, that's what this one's going to be for is the show pieces. <laughs> that right now. You got to use. That. You got to use it. Pull <laughs> it off to the side to keep him from mashing in it. So, um, so, a question that I have is, <clears throat> when making an ashtray out of you know different woods, what is um, what is the process or what is a, a thing that you maybe do to make it ash and you know cherry, so it's not going to burn or you know, really get scuffed up. What does that look like? Yeah. So we, I use a teak oil is what it's called. It's for, it's for like an outdoor, it's an outdoor type oil. So it's oil based. It's really durable. And then I cover it with a tray wax is what it's called. It's actually used for um, wood floors. So it's a really durable wax. And I'm not saying that it won't burn. And we kind of, what, what we look at it as is we want you to char your experiences mm. into this piece. So every cigar you have, it's an experience. Every Everything you do when you're smoking a cigar is usually you're sitting outside, you have a great sunset, you're, you're experiencing something. So if something, if you were to char that, that ashtray, you, over the years, you can say, look at all of the experiences I've had with this all ashtray. All right, screw it. You talk me into it. 
Yeah, (laughs) you know, that was actually one of the things we talked about early on. Was like, man, are we going to make these like really legit ashtrays and then just ruin them by using them? But the goal was char your memories. You know, we started that hashtag to genuinely do that, and part of that came from the fact with like this old guy that Casey made me ten years ago. You know, every one of these burns is a memory that I had, and so that's kind of where that came from. You talked me into it. So Boom, we did it. Yes. There, yes. there you go. You might be the first person to have used theirs. Who there knows? we go. So perfect. Boom. I yeah. love it. And, <laughs> and you know, a simple ashes used to you know, wash out or blow out. It's not going to be a big deal. The, the only time you're really going to get a, a blemish in the, the, the bowl is if you, you know, smash out your cigar into the, into the bottom. So yeah, which, which, uh, and this is uh, one of the pieces of advice that we, try to give to cigar smokers from time to time is that's actually something you should not do. No, it'll go out on its own. It'll go out on its own. Don't, it's not a cigarette. Don't stamp the thing out, you know, like you're putting yeah. out a Marlboro. It's we've it, got a guy, you know, we do this thing on Wednesday yeah. nights. Oh God. We got every a guy time, every he time. Will sm- and you know, there's two or three other dead cigars in there. And then when he does that, then they all, it's a tire fire. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> come on. Oh, it smells so bad when people do yeah. that. Too. Yes. Yeah. God, it drives me crazy. But yeah, I've been using, uh, so this was actually the first non-test piece that Casey did that ended up becoming a gift for my porch. Uh, uh, Maybe by force, I don't know. But uh, (laughs) yeah, so I've used this thing for, I don't know, probably a few hundred cigars, and there's not a single burn in it. Um, It really would take quite a bit to to char them, I guess. But So, um, no, Casey, go ahead. Okay, I was just going to say, they're all, you know, hardwoods, it's nothing, nothing like no ma- or sorry, no like pine or balsam wood or anything. It's all maple, cherry, particle, particle board. That'll be our budget line. MDF. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of MDF. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they're all nice hardwoods. They're nice. They're heavy. No, nothing's really going to happen to them. Awesome. Um, there's a couple of viewer questions. Uh, you know, we can jump right into this stuff. I think it's, I think it's great. Um, yeah. uh, Jim wants to know, do you do custom orders? Yes, we do. Uh, we actually have a few in the works right now. Um, uh, so with customs, that's kind of been the biggest, uh, sales side that we've had yet. Um, and with customs, we can do pretty much anything that you want to do. Uh, it just, I mean, your imagination is limitless at that point. Um, and with custom orders, the ones we've done so far, a lot of them we've done like a handmade box as well of hardwoods. But that takes just about as long to make uh, the ashtray too, right, Casey? <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so those are going to be optional going forward because they yeah. they're quite an undertaking, but they're, they're beautiful. But um, if you do have interest in custom pieces, reach out to us. Um, now, the average cost on customs is probably roughly like $800 to $1,200. Uh, so those are top, top. Uh, they're not cheap, but we have a lot of time in the design work. Uh, and, and obviously the production too, but we've, we've got some really cool ones coming that we haven't told anybody about. So just pay attention to the Instagram. Uh, we've got some really interesting requests that I think are going to turn out pretty sweet. Nice. Um, uh, oh, what's, oh, yeah. so, so obviously you were talking about the types of wood, uh, and Chad wants to know what type of wood do you most use? If there is oh, one. I love, I love all wood equally, I think. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> you're, you're you're not woodist. No, I'm not. I, not I, I mean, they all come out. What I see most in in a piece is the grain. So yeah, I don't care what type of wood it is. If it has really beautiful grain, 
then uh, that that's what I get excited about. So whether what I what I've done mostly is walnut, cherry, uh, oak, maple, because uh, those are the hard hardwoods, the uh, higher end, yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. they're the the prettiest woods. So that's oh, yeah. that's any, where I've been. Sitting. Any exotics like zebra or anything? Not quite. Uh, it's not as easy to get those, especially in the sizes that we make the ashtrays. So I haven't gotten into that, and I want to really have a special project for for something like that. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. I, I mean, you can you can get just as good of an ashtray, just as beautiful with some some walnut. Yeah. This is one of my favorites. I'm just going to show it real quick because the grain in this one is just outrageous. Wow! Oh, look at that. That's a nice crotch. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's in the middle of the wood there. That's what you call it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. See, and this is that is this fantastic. this part here was filled with epoxy because it was a big knot. I mean, yeah. A lot of people they see these big knots and they're they look bad and all this stuff. And when I see that, I love it because you know you're going to get some really good grain. And there's. Uh, another part part to that where you have to either put epoxy in it. I mean, there's more work to it, but you get a way better piece Yeah. Uh, in the end. So yeah. that's, that's more what I look for. The species is definitely a big deal, but um, I, I, I love the, the grain of the wood most. Yeah. Well, we're making, we've, uh, we've talked a little bit about doing some exotic woods, you know, at some point. So um, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll entertain some of that down the road and see what oh, we can do. And, and I mean, it, the cool part about it is not unlike, cigars and and tobacco and 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 uh you know pairings and stuff like that the possibilities are endless you i mean you guys you guys have the an open book basically where you can there are so many different types of hardwoods with different colors and different grain structures and all that stuff you guys the the sky's the limit period Mm -hmm. yeah for sure we're making sales for you guys already yeah there you go there oh we just sold out no Hardwood floors, all right. So yeah. Hey, there we go. Yeah, yeah, we can get you something going, Risty. <laughs> wow, heart. Oh, cut. it's Risty. I didn't even notice. <laughs> hard, hard, uh, heart cut zebra wood for hardwood floors. Man, that's I. I cannot hang with that. That's baller. That is baller. That's awesome. Diamond studded. Diamond studded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's char level. <laughs> that's char level there right there. Um. Let's talk about, um, you know, your guys' cigar experience. So we were talking a little bit about, you know, back in the day. But um, so, Casey, for you, like you said, you're you're more of a wood guy, not, you know, you enjoy cigars, but it's not really as big of a passion for you as it is for a lot of us. But give us an idea about your first uh, cigar experience, you know, and what that was like. <laughs> I can guarantee you my first cigar experience was was with Noah. Uh, we got We got <laughs> back in the... I remember back in the day we got the cigar cigar of the month club. Oh yeah, and uh, we got gurked many times. <laughs> yeah, we used to call it getting gurked, and you get a bunch of gurkas. <laughs> and uh, I still have I still have the stack of each month of what cigar I got that month. And uh, we, we I would smoke quite a few cigars, you know, out in the garage. My mom yelling at us because the smoke <laughs> was getting in the house, you know. But <laughs> yeah. I I, I like to enjoy a cigar. It's not uh, the first thing I do. The first thing I do is, you know, 
make make something out in the garage, but I definitely yeah. enjoy some cigars, especially with great company. I mean, this this right here is a perfect example of uh, enjoying a cigar with some great company and hanging out, you know? Yeah, it's it's camaraderie is a big piece of it. Huge yeah. you know, the cigar, the cigar culture. So, no, you started smoking cigars at seven years old. Mm-hmm. And- <laughs> <laughs> Not long after that, really. So, yeah, it was about uh, about. 14, I think, was when I started smoking cigars, and I guess I shouldn't say cigars, swishers, and you know, and all that crap. But uh, <laughs> but I quickly gravitated towards premium cigars, and I'll never forget my first premium cigar was a Rocky Patel, 1999 Connecticut. So that was the first official cigar I smoked, and uh, ever since then, it's just been a crazy hobby. But uh, I grew up with my parents taking my cigar collection like five times because I wasn't supposed to have them. And uh, ended up doing the, the media thing with Ira Busto. Started as Cut Light Smoke on YouTube and then got brought on to Ira Busto as a, a minority owner. And I've uh, been doing that for six or seven years, I believe now. And uh, just loving it ever since. But like you and I have always talked about, Matt, every time we've hung, it's, it's all about the people for me. Oh, you yeah. know, I love this just as much as I love hanging out with people. You know, <laughs> And that's, that's why I gravitated towards this hobby was just you know all the memories that came with it. So. Yeah. That was just, it's just a passion for me and, and the fit for this company. You know, I was the cigar piece. Casey was the woodworking and, you know, we both kind of have mutual interest in the other. Yeah. So it worked out real well. Absolutely. Um, so the, you know, obviously the concept, you know, came from just wanting to make some groomsmen's gifts and, you know, Casey, you were always, you know, turning different projects on the lathe, but when you guys, you know, first sat down and you, you had this idea together you like you said you sat down for six hours and started sort of hammering out a a, a rough business plan for this you know the the concept uh, you know as far as the name goes like you were saying you want to you know char your experience you know each each cigar is going to leave its own little mark in that ashtray over time you know talk talk us through when you guys were sitting down putting that concept together um you know what it is who it is that you wanted to reach you know, with these products, because, you know, a lot of times we, we think about we, we think about cigar accessories in passing. They're just, mm-hmm. you know, any because, OK, at at its core, sure, anything can hold ashes. But there is something about all the different things that you're surrounded with that sort of add to the experience, whether it's the lighter you're using or the ashtray you're dumping your ashes into the glass. It could even be the glasses you're drinking out of the people you're talking to, which game is on TV, all those different things can add into the experience. So what, what is it that you guys, who is it that you wanted to reach and, and how did you kind of come up with that concept for reaching the consumer that you were going to gear yourself towards? So I think there were a few different pieces that kind of went into this. Um, as far as like the company name, that was Blake, I believe that got that going. Right? <laughs> his, his brother <laughs> We brainstormed forever on what to call this. And then he's just like char. And I was like, wow, simplest thing ever. That works. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I apologize because I didn't char your guys' ashtray. So you oh, have a special oh. one. Yeah, that was, a, that was a mistake. But it was a hard, that was a difficult one to find a spot to put the logo. But normally we char every ashtray with a stamp and we burn yeah. it into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you're charring uh, the piece, and then if any chars get inside, it just adds to that. Uh, yeah. You know, like we talked earlier, the experience of what you've been doing. So, 
it, it just seemed like, seemed to make sense when we talk about char. It's simple. It's easy, easily recognizable. The the um, logo is very simple, and we we just want the pieces to speak for themselves. That's what yeah. we keep saying: is let the pieces speak for themselves. We don't have to um, say any anything or too much about them because they're they are what they are. You know, they're beautiful as they are. So we don't we don't want to mess them up with anything else. Yeah, and as far as uh, the marketing of the company, the. The, the sector that we're looking at is a small fraction of the cigar industry, realistically. Um, and that's solely because of the price level that these are at. Um, but it kind of works for our business model because Casey and I both have full-time jobs aside from this. Um, and until we get the kind of production levels where we could do this full-time, you know, we're, we can only churn out a few a week you know, at, at the top level. So it kind of works because they take so long to make. They're going to be expensive because of that. Yeah. Uh, so it's really kind of aimed more towards the luxury sector. And for me personally, and I'm sure you guys are the same, I have had probably 500 different lighters, 500 cutters. I've had, you know, maybe 100 different ashtrays that have been through my house, whether it be the cheap melamine ones or anything, you know. But yeah. the one that I always used was this original one from Casey that he made me. Yeah. And I loved it for the the, the photography for my review site. Yeah. Um, and that's just the wood grain. I just don't think there's anything that can really beat that. If you're if you're looking for something that's very classy, high end, um, you know, this isn't something you go take camping and leave out in the rain. Uh, and I guess you could if you got that kind of money, but uh, we'll make <laughs> you another one. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's just mainly meant to be kind of an heirloom piece, something you can pass on. You're not going to throw it away at some point, you know, because that's what I found with myself with cigar ashtrays was I'd use it for a while or I'd have a cheap one in my truck for when I'm out and about. You know, but it was never anything special. Yeah. And so that was really the goal with us was just kind of trying to focus on people that are really invested in, in the cigar market, um, both on the luxury side, but also like the hardcore geek guys like us. Yeah. You know, I myself am willing to spend a lot of my income on cigars and related accessories, whereas, you know, your casual cigar smoker is never going to do that. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of the general idea of what we had going um, was to just shoot for the luxury market because we knew these were going to take so long to make. It's, it wasn't going to be possible to go with like a budget line or anything. Oh, uh, yeah. But we'll work on that particle board uh, concept. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. Yeah. And there's also, a, uh, you know, a gift piece of this, yeah. you know. Yes. Uh, maybe not every, uh, uh, you know, random cigar smoker would, but maybe one of their family members wants to you know really bless him with something nice and don't know what cigars maybe to get him this is a great gift idea yes and that's actually a huge piece that i forgot to mention that we kind of looked at was um you know manufacturers right they always have some sort of swag and you got the guys that give out the cheap chinese shit that nobody <laughs> wants and all of us have buckets of this stuff already yeah or you have the manufacturers that give like their highest end clients a nice ashtray yeah. or a nice, you know, whatever it might be, an ST DuPont lighter or something. Um, and we've had a few manufacturers reach out with that concept in mind of, hey, we're going to give our top five customers, yeah. you know, that are placing the biggest orders we see all year. Something like this is kind of fitting. So well, that's kind of what we're looking for. Even to their salespeople, you know, maybe they want to give a they want to give a bonus a Christmas gift or something to their mm -hmm. to their sales force. You know, and if they're if, if they're cigar salespeople. I mean, the, a gift like one of these ashtrays would would absolutely. I mean, any cigar any cigar rep I know would be over the moon to receive one of these cigars as a, as a, you know as a gift from from their boss. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 
And, you know, we don't want to be some high production just pounding stuff out, like Noah said. We want to make stuff that is high-end, personalized for everyone, and, you know, just a really high quality. Yeah. Well, and like you said, Casey, it's about the the grain of the wood. And if you're mass-producing stuff, you're not going to pay attention to every – to every slab you're not going to pay attention to every chunk of wood that before it goes on the lathe you're just going to be worried about getting the next piece done so you can get it in a box and ship it out and but if you're focused on and and like we talk about with cigars all the time if you focus on the tobacco if you focus on the raw materials then the end product is going to be that much better because you start with great materials and you have good quality control along the way, then the the end product is going to be so much better. And it's going to mean something where with your ashtrays and your cigar accessories, if you pay attention to each piece of wood and the grain structure and the, the look of it and which pieces are going to go together and which pieces, you know, are going to have the right contrast and stuff like that, then it, it, it means more. And it's, it ends up just, you know, the, it, it, it pops, you know, to the eye more than, more than if you just said, I need a random piece of walnut and a random piece of maple, let's glue them together and put them on the lathe and start spinning. Then, then it, the end product might be, yeah, that looks okay. That's all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an ashtray. Yeah. And I mean, that's I, the thing is, is we were just shooting for, let's make these legit. Cause the way I kind of look at this is, you know, in the cigar industry, if you look at cigar manufacturers, I can guarantee you, Every one of your top five cigar makers, they love what they do. Now, there's also a huge sector of the cigar industry that just does this for money. They just turn shit out left and right. They don't care. They're putting dog rockets out all day. You know, we don't go buy those things because they don't care. But that's why this is awesome for us is this is a passion project. I don't have to live off of this. This is, you know, it's for fun. It's also a business. But we can make these legit by doing it that way and by focusing on just pure quality. You know, regardless of what the cost becomes, it's just the best. And I guarantee we can make a better ashtray than anybody because of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's... Or coasters. You know, we're doing more than just ashtrays. Too, so. yeah. <laughs> well, and that was actually going to be my next question is, um, so beyond ashtrays, you know, do you envision this growing to any other accessories? And uh, what does that look like? Yeah, quite a few. So that's uh, part of our brainstorming uh, before all this COVID stuff hit. Casey and I were meeting up once a week and we would do kind of uh, different sectors of a meeting. And, and one of those was, hey, new ideas that we're just going to put on an ongoing list of projects we can make down the road. But if they pop up, we write them down, um, you know, so things like coasters, which I think are some of the most legit things we've made, even though it's the simplest product ever. I want them for my porch and I've been demanding that Casey make some for me. but <laughs> I don't have them yet. So. Uh, I tried to get Noah to sand those, and he messed them up. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that you was couldn't the, even sand I'm still in school for uh, the woods, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, coasters. We're talking uh, just different drink accessories, uh, valets for your for your dresser. You know, just random things. Anything you can make out of wood, really. Yeah. Um, we might branch into some of the pipe market because there's a lot of different accessories those guys use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I myself am not very familiar with the pipe industry though. So I want to make sure we can kind of get a grasp on that before we dive in. But, uh, you know, we're an open book. We can make pretty much anything anybody can come up with. Uh, but yeah, there's quite a few accessories that we have on the horizon. I don't want to throw a bunch of them out there cause we might not do them. And then I feel like an idiot, but, <laughs> but you're right. It's, it's really, you know, it's, it's great, man, because you guys are just getting started. The, 
you know, like I said before, the sky's the limit. You can really go in whatever direction, you know, and as things progress, as you start learning about your customer base, then you can go in whatever direction they kind of, you know, dictate um, in, a, in a way to a certain extent. And that's actually a question that I had was, um, you know, obviously just getting started, but I would assume at least in some capacity, you're, you're reaching out in different directions, trying to find out more about the, you know, how the accessory market works and, you know, the, you know, the sales piece and, and all that. So what, is there anything so far that you've learned about the, um, the, the accessory market that completely surprised you? I wouldn't say anything has shocked me yet. Um, we did do our research, you know, going into this and looked at, you know, your low end guys all the way up to your S2, ST DuPont, you know, Ellie Blue kind of people. Uh, just kind of see what they're doing, how they're marketing, who they're marketing to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would generally say those companies are probably in the same market we are. Um, but yeah, nothing's really shocked me. Um, I, I have actually been shocked by how much people charge for shitty products. <laughs> that would be the one thing. That's the universal truth, I think, across so many different categories. Oh, in every industry, you know, it's it's everywhere. Yeah. So, so I guess that shouldn't be shocking. But yeah, it was it was a little surprising because we looked to try to see, hey, has anybody done this? You know, because we were making all these things. I'm like, has anybody produced anything like this? And there's a few guys out there making hardwood ashtrays, but they are nowhere near the detail and complexity of what Casey can spit out. Um, and that, that was just shocking to me what they were charging. You know, they're, they're creeping up into our price market for stuff that, you know, we know takes very little time to get done. Yeah. So, and I'm curious, Casey, about, I mean, we talked about materials already. Um, and I don't want, I don't want you to give away, you know, trade secrets or anything, but I'm, I'm curious, you know, as somebody also with a little bit of a woodworking background, you know, about some of the methods you know, that you use aside from the lathe, you know, there's obviously some other things that go into this. So, you know, when you say you have an idea and you sketch it out and you select, you know, you select the the pieces of wood for that, um, just it again, without giving away any trade secrets, kind of walk us through the process of, you know, everything from, you know, glue up to, you know, final finish. Um, give us the basics. Yeah. So, uh, I actually, there's a local place actually around the corner from us that sells hardwood. So I go over to their place, pick, pick out, handpick wood that I think is a really good, you know, look for, for what we want. And it's all rough sawn. So it's, it's literally just cut on a bandsaw and put in the kiln and dried. So I have to bring it home, plane it or surface it, you know, just, just to get it square is, is a ton of effort. And uh, so I get it square. I, I make a, whatever design I, I come up with or me and uh, Noah come up with, we design on the computer. Uh, I, I have 3d software where I'm designing it in there. And, you know, we, we talk about it. We say, you know, maybe we should do this. Maybe we should do that. Uh, add this texture or, or whatever. Um, and, and then we, we produce it and hand finish everything that we do. Um, I, I, I have more time hand finishing than I do cutting anything. So it's, it's just a very labor intensive. Um, I go through three or four, if it's epoxy, I go through six or seven grits of sandpaper to get a, a mirror finish on stuff. 
and and then I go through three levels of buffing to get um, to get these to the level of of perfection that that we expect out of our products. So it's it's a very personal um, production process. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I love every step of it. Every step oh, yeah. of it, I appreciate, and it's it's so much fun. Yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, for, for people who have, have had a chance to, you know, work with any kind of, uh, natural materials like, like hardwoods, it's, it really is a fun process and frustrating at times, but it, it really is a fun, you know, process, you know, choosing materials and, uh, you know, and Garrett's Garrett's literally sitting here rubbing this ashtray right now, <laughs> guys staring at it. It is just, I mean, it's beautiful. It, yeah. uh, it that's it, one of my favorites that he's done. That that ooh. ashtray is is just tits. I mean, How's it it feel? Like, oh, it's 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 smooth as a baby's bottom. I you mean, you know what I hope is is uh, maybe next year when we go down to Ristafari, we're gonna kind of be in your neighborhood a little bit. Yeah. We can finally get that that char. Um, Put, it. put it on the side. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I really, you know, I, I, I would love to, to have that on here. Um, but you guys, this is just, it's, it's Bugis. 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 Garrett made a new word. I did. No, it's. The it, cool it, thing about some of these pieces too is, is the simplicity, yet it's so nice. You know, is we didn't want to complicate things too much. You know, it's simple. You you focus, like Casey said, you focus on the wood grain, and and it speaks for itself, really. Um, but that's just the details are what matters. And like you guys said, you know, companies that are spitting out a thousand ashtrays, you know, a month, are not focusing on details. Right. Well, and I I had a Arturo Fuente ashtray, um, and it was one of those ceramic ones, and it was nice and it was great. But um, I want to say it lasted six months before it was dropped. Oh, done. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. You know, you could throw this at a small child. Not that I would ever do that. But <laughs> you could throw this. You'd kill them. And don't, uh, public service announcement don't throw your char ashtrays at small children. <laughs> 10 pound block of wood. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> it would survive. Yeah. yeah. The ashtray would be fine. The ashtray would Another be fine. Another experience. Ashtray would be fine. fine. Yeah. Show your memories, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we wow. each do it in our own way. Wow. Small children. See, she, she's got your number, bro. <laughs> yeah. She's giving me the pink eye. She is. She's like, oh, just I say swear to God, if you do my head. Don't talk about my people like that. <laughs> it was wild. I love it. <sighs> That's awesome. Um, so I want to talk about the, you know, because obviously – you guys have uh, have your websites uh, where you have products available for sale, but I want to find out if you guys are are in the process of working on getting some of your products into the finer uh, brick and mortar cigar shops uh, around the country. Have, have you started working on that process? Very, very briefly. Um, we have talked to a couple relatively local stores. Um, really just kind of in passing. Uh, but at this point, I would say the inventory that we have probably isn't enough to start sending them out to retail. Uh, but it is something that we have talked to a few people about. I've actually had a couple stores reach out to me directly 
Um, we do offer wholesale uh, for anybody who is interested, uh, but obviously understand our production level currently is very low. Um, and we have, I think there's 16 products on the website right now, Casey, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I think so. So yeah, I mean, we're, we're trying to put out as many as we can, but once we do have a good stock built up, we might branch into that a little bit more. Uh, but one of the cool things we did for uh, Rudy's locally, I don't know if you guys are aware of Rudy's uh, in yeah. Fort Wayne. Yeah. So Rudy's great shop. Uh, they've started to become well-known throughout the country because they're very, very boutique focused. Um, I worked there part-time for a while just for fun and the 20% discount. So <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. Uh, you know, so I was, I think I was their number one customer, but, um, but yeah, we made them a, a piece for their shop for up in their lounge. And uh, it's, that's another part of this business we talked about was, you know, maybe shops that have really, really nice cigar lounges would like some very large pieces as a centerpiece, you know, and then it is a work of art, but it's also usable. Um, I don't know if they can pick them up and empty them at that point because they're huge, but, um, (laughs) but yeah, so that's one we put on Instagram. We put that on social media. So check that out, but that turned out pretty nice, but yeah, yeah, we're going to kind of, we're taking baby steps here. You know, this is, uh, it's early days for us. And like you guys said, we're just kind of seeing what our market is right now. And, uh, but that is, yes, that is absolutely one of the things we, we plan to do. Nice. And we're having fun. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all it's about. Need to be. Yeah. It's have fun. I you mean, know? you can't you can't count it as a bad thing when you're having a good time. You know, starting out this brand new business, uh, making making products that you love to make, and and they're products that help you enjoy fine cigars. And and they make they uh, again they make it's it, it there is something about surroundings that make the experience a little bit nicer. And, you know, if you can have some things around you that just, you know, whether it's a nice glass of scotch or or a perfectly brewed cup of coffee or a fantastically beautiful handmade ashtray. I mean, it just there's some things about that that make the experience more satisfying. You know, there is something more. uh, And and it's you know, it's something about human beings, the way we're wired. You know, if you let's say I take this diamond crown cigar, which is a fine cigar. And let's say I light it with a Bic lighter. There's nothing wrong with Bic lighters. I use Bic lighters all the time. But there's something far more satisfying about, you know, and not that I have one, but if I if I were to sit down and light this Diamond Crown cigar with an S2 DuPont, there is something more in just intrinsically satisfying about that experience, you know, and, and tapping the ash off of the cigar into this beautiful handmade piece of art, as opposed to, you know, in a, in a $13 steel stamped stinky ashtray from CI. And, <laughs> and, and do, do those cigars serve their function? Sure. Mm-hmm. You can, they've got a pedestal. You can set the cigar on the pedestal and you can tap the ash into the bowl. Sure. They serve their purpose. But again, there's something intrinsically satisfying to our nature to, to, uh, you know, tap the ash into this beautiful piece of art and to light it with a, you know, an ST DuPont. And I think that's, uh, that's something that, uh, you know, and things move so fast these days, even in quarantine, things move pretty fast and social media, you know, gets our brains wired to maybe move a little quicker than they should sometimes. So to slow down the experience and to you know to appreciate those things that we have around us and and I think these the, you know these accessories uh give us a chance to do that you know they give us a chance to look at something and say you know e- even just every once in a while, and I'm sure months from now years from now we're going to be tapping ashes into this same ashtray here and just every once in a while I'll go god that's beautiful mhm yeah. 
And it's going to, even many years from now, it's going to add to the experience. And that's, I think it's important. And we lose that sometimes when we just, you know, go for utility exclusively and, and leave the, leave the, you know, the essence part out of it. So you hit it on the head there. I think this product adds the essence part to it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's it's all about experience. You know, that was our, our other hashtag is experience jar. And that's kind of what we wanted to do is have fun, make it a good experience. It's like buying a car. We've all spent way too much money on a vehicle at some point in our lives when we could have gotten the same thing with four wheels and driven, you know, a beater for half the price. But you buy something a little nicer because of the experience quite often. Um, So real quick, um, some Phil's asking, what is your website? Is it gangster? ashtrays.com that was that was our second option was um, it okay behind we really really love wood.com but uh <laughs> no, it's uh chardesignco.com chardesignco.com and then benjamin has a fantastic question have you had somebody send you a piece of wood dear to them and they want it converted or is that an option i we have not had that happen yet but we had a couple people ask actually Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, we'd have to see exactly what what the wood was, what kind of shape it was in, what we could do. But I mean, yeah, that that that's a great great idea. Honestly, I would love to work on a project like that. Yeah, we actually had when we unveiled uh, Sokka's custom that we did at Rudy's when he came by for the event there. Uh, we gave him his ashtray, and we had a gentleman there that was asking about a family piece. There was some giant tree, I guess, his family cut down and. He had a big old thing, and he was asking about turning that into an ashtray. So um, we're certainly here to entertain that. I mean, that's, it's, that's what this is all about is making just the coolest shit ever. It's like so the, let's get wild. It's like the baseball bat from The Natural. I don't know if yeah. you know that movie. Okay. He, okay. Makes, he makes his own baseball bat from a, a tree out in front of their house that was struck that, that was split open by lightning. There you go. Oh, no. uh, so this, if- I have to put this comment on the screen just because it makes me laugh. There you go. Ronnie. Ronnie, there we go. What's up, Ronnie? Good to see you. Shout out to Ronnie recovering from back surgery yesterday. Yes, yes. Oh, God, he's back again, man. I know. You can hold that nose up with that back now? (laughs) I had to get one in. I had I love you. You had to. You had to. Yes. Casey, I'm sorry I cut you off. You were gonna you were gonna Uh, I I was just going back to the family heirloom thing. Actually, this this ashtray, the first one that I, I made for this as a prototype was made from some wood from my grandma's house. So my great-grandfather was had a wood mill in Fort Wayne, uh, and they have tons of, uh, of lumber up in, this, um, in their barn. And both my grandparents have passed now. So uh, I, I actually made a door, a front door, out of some solid inch-and-a-half walnut from wood from, from that barn. So... Uh, I fully understand what this guy's talking about of, of um, you know, getting a piece of wood that's that's dear to them. And all this wood, I just, you, you it has so much feeling to it. it has, it's just beautiful. Yeah. And, uh, so I, I fully understand what he's talking about. And um, I, I love I love that kind of stuff. Anything yeah. that's really personal, like that's that's mm-hmm. a passion, passion project. This whole whole company is all about that. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we had a rule from day one: is if we stopped having fun, we were done doing this. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. Well, and how? I mean, 
how can you not have fun doing this? I mean, yeah. everything from the, you know, from the very beginning process to Casey, like you said, going, going to this lumber place and picking out, you know, just searching. It's almost like, it's almost like a, you know, a treasure hunt. You're searching through the, yeah. all these different pieces of wood. And all of a sudden you see one that, you know, the, the beams of light come down through the clouds and you hear thing <laughs> and, and, you know, it's that perfect piece of wood that, you know, somehow when you put that thing on the lathe, the, you're gonna you're gonna reveal that perfect spot of grain you know yep. it's it's exciting and then and then everything from uh again you know the experience part of it you know this who who knows how many how many experiences you know and and that's one of the reasons that i'm i'm so grateful to you guys sending us this ashtray because who knows how many awesome experiences we're gonna have sitting around this ashtray for because this thing's gonna last forever you know, mm-hmm. and and just thinking about you know the the future of how many experiences we're going to have, whether it's you know later on in life with with grown kids, and you know uh, you, you just never know what's what's yeah. uh, you know what's going to happen around those ashtrays, and it's and the the cool thing is that's the thing that lasts, you know, because the cigar goes away. Yep. And you can always fire up another cigar, but the 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 ashtray is going to last, and it's you know it's it's almost like. Uh, you know, if if you if you look at some of the ashtrays in some of the iconic cigar shops around the world, you know, some of the places in London or or the, or the Nat Sherman town, if those ashtrays could talk, hmm. oh. seriously, think <laughs> wouldn't about, that be something, man? Think about some of the the experiences that have been had around those ashtrays, and you know hmm. these 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 things that you guys are putting together are going to be the same way. You know, twenty years from now, thirty years from now, a hundred years from now. There's still going to be people sitting around these ashtrays, tapping ashes into into here, having experiences, going through life, doing whatever it is they're doing. And it's it's, you know, and I'm not trying to get all, you know, uh, after school special on us, but it's 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 meaningful. It really is. It's meaningful. And it's and that's that's why I really, you know, dig these products and and dig this because it's it's a piece of art and it's it's an it's a it's a centerpiece to experiences that are going to you know, happen for years and years to come. This is why we need a producer to, to cue the Celine Dion music. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. No, I'm so, I'm so glad you guys, you guys get that. Cause that was really kind of what we had talked about with this business was just make something that somebody would never throw away. You know, it was and, just something they could pass on and just have forever. And that would be the ashtray you use. And if you don't, yeah. Oh shit, we don't have our char with us, you know, and, and yeah. maybe not everybody's going to have these. We don't have a lot of them yet. You know, yeah. Um, but it's cool. If you have one, it's a pretty exclusive thing and you're going to make a lot of memories with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's great. It's great for me, honestly, because I mean, I, I touched every piece of that. I made, you know, polished every spot of your guys' ashtray. And I love seeing you guys use it and enjoy it and, and all of that. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it just, it, it makes me feel so much better that, you know, we sent it to the right people and, uh, someone that's really going to enjoy it. So and convince yeah. them to use it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and honestly, it was when you guys started talking about that, it's I, I, I took and, and no disrespect, but my, uh, my tatuaje saints and sinners ashtray, I'm sorry, but you got to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pete, you got nothing on us. Pete, bro. I'm sorry, but this, this, one, this one takes precedence. So, uh, yeah. Austin is, uh, asking, do the ashtrays come with a lifetime warranty? Oh, that's hilarious. So that's my boss. We sell uh, roofs with lifetime warranties. 
extra funny. Uh, so another cool story. So I will kind of tell you guys about this custom because he did. He reached out for a really cool idea. So his dad owns a barge building company down south. And uh, so of all things, how do you get into that? I don't know. But uh, his dad, you know, he's got everything. And so it's really hard to shop for him. But he's a big cigar guy, as is my boss, Austin. Um, we've shared a lot of cigars together. But once we kind of got this company going, he reached out to us and said, hey, look, could you build or make a, an ashtray that is basically one of his barges, but turn it into an ashtray and it just Love be it. something that nobody could ever buy him? Yeah. And so that's something we're kind of working on. It's going to take a little time because this is going to be a pretty big piece with a lot of detail. Uh, but it's it's we got some pretty cool ideas. So stay tuned on Instagram. That one's going to be pretty sick. One to one scale. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go half size. That's you know, you still can't get it in the house, <laughs> but you can have a hell of a herf. So yeah. you can actually sit on the ashtray while you're smoking. Have yeah. it on the ashtray. the arc. Yeah, we're building in seats for that model. <laughs> the arc model. There you go. Yeah. I love it. But uh, but yeah, to answer the question legitimately though, with warranties, I mean, the way we are, you know, you ever have a problem with something? If it's a workmanship issue, just reach out. We'll replace it, you know, at our cost. Um, you know, if you're going to go take it out in the rain for a month, that one's on you. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, you ever have a problem with the workmanship, we'll take care of it. No problem. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's uh, let's transition a little bit now into this week's smokabulary word. And as always, guys, smokabulary is brought to you by A.J. Fernandez. Born and raised in Cuba, A.J. Fernandez now produces unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua. The day-to-day operations at Tabacalera A.J. Fernandez are managed under the watchful eye of Mr. A.J. Fernandez himself in order to ensure superior quality. The A.J. Fernandez portfolio of premium cigars provides blend, strength, and flavor profiles to match the preferences of any premium cigar consumer. Whether it's New World, Dias de Gloria, San Latano, Enclave or Bayas Artes, you are sure to be satisfied with a premium cigar from AJ Fernandez. So, guys, this week's smokabulary word is cold draw. Mm. Cold draw. I got so, a hot draw right now, but yeah, yeah, we mm-hmm. got we got hot draws. We cooking. got hot draws. But uh, so, Garrett, when I say cold draw, mm-hmm. what comes to mind? Oh, I'm a big fan of uh, cold draw. Uh, after you light the cigar. It's you just draw it before you you light it, and for me, it gives me an indication. One is my cut adequate, or maybe my cigar has has a bit of a plug. But my favorite part is the flavors that you get from the cold draw is completely different than when it's burning for obvious reasons. But it's one of my favorite things to do that cold draw and and just it's my first little toe tip into the into the pool of the cigar into the the pool yeah i never honestly for years i never thought about the cold draw at all i always did a cold draw just to make sure the cigar wasn't plugged Mm that's honestly for years and years that's the only reason i did a cold draw i i i cut the cigar and i did a cold draw just to make sure it wasn't plugged uh but then when I started paying more attention to cigars, mm-hmm. then I, I started noticing, oh, wow, this, this, I, I, I'm getting this and this, you know, when I do the cold draw, that's weird. And then you smoke the cigar and commonly you get different, you know, mm-hmm. flavor. You, you might get some similarities, but, um, uh, Noah, what's your experience been with, uh, you know, cold draws on cigars? So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm much like you. I don't, I don't think I've ever lit a cigar without testing the draw just for resistance. 
Um, but, you know, especially once I got into the review game, that was when I really started to pay attention to it. And uh, if you guys have ever read my reviews, you'll see that I note cold draw flavors on all of them, unless I forget. Um, but, yeah, it's just kind of a nice little, like, hey, what are we in store for? Um, doesn't really play out once you light it, usually. But um, I guess you can kind of pick up if there's ammonia. You're going to find out if it's probably not something you should light. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I always do a cold draw now, just to, unless my palate is just blasted and you just don't care at that point. Right. Um, I do a cold draw just to – it's just out of curiosity more than anything, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, Casey, I mean, over the years, you know, getting to know more about cigars – and, you know, does, has Noah given you, given you some pointers to, you know, kind of help you get more out of a, a cigar experience? Yeah, he has. He's helped me with flavor, flavor profiles and, and stuff like that. Uh, I'm still not there. I mean, I'm still working at it, but I definitely can understand a good cigar compared to a bad cigar. You know, I'm, I'm at that level of, of cigar smoking where I can really taste that. Um, when it comes to a cold draw, I, I honestly don't always do that, and it's something that I, I would have to, you know, work on and, and come up with. And I, I like to drink a lot of wine, also. So this is kind of what I compare it to: is yeah, the more wine you drink and the more people you talk to, you can um, get a better idea of what it's supposed to be, and then it starts to grow and build. So um, I'm still working on the cold draw, guys. Sorry. That's no, all right, man. No. That's, that's going to be majority of cigar smokers. You guys, there is, you know, um, a very small percentage of cigar smokers who get as nerdy as, you know, um, guys like us, uh, you know, that are reviewing cigars or whatever. Majority of cigars are thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah. You know, type of people. So, and there's no shame in that. Enjoy cigars. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I, I fully appreciate that. I was a little, uh, um, scared to come on this as a cigar smoking because no. it's you know it's it's not my my forte or my full on thing. Um, yeah, I definitely enjoy smoking cigars and in, in the company that, that comes with it. Yeah, I've tested him a little bit too. So well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've uh, I've given Casey some cigars that I was like, all right, these aren't very good, and then give him some that I'm like, these are some bangers, and just see what he thinks. And yeah, he, he knows what he's talking about. There you go. <laughs> And that's all that matters. Um, so we have an awesome viewer question. Yes, we do. Oh, we there you go. Who makes the gorgeous purple bags that your ashtrays come in? Our, uh, our official Already. seamstress, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, there we go. There's my wife, Kaylee. Yep, she is. Uh, she's working with her uh, her super duper sewing machine, making these things. And we've uh, we've kind of tested with a couple different materials for those. They've all been purple. It's kind of what we're going to go with. I just love the the shine off of that. Yeah. Uh, but that one is uh, that's a real velvet, and then I, we've done velour as well, which is oddly softer. So we're just kind of playing around with that. I mean, it's basically similar materials, but well, we figured, it, oh, it's amazing when I opened, you know, when I opened that package yesterday. It's it really and and obviously purple is the color of royalty, and that you know that's it's just another piece that adds to the experience, you know. Because when you when you open this package and there's this, you you see this beautiful royal looking fabric there, and then you take the ashtray out of it. It it like I said, it adds to the experience, uh, and I think it's a great piece that you that mm-hmm. that you guys you know put put with that. So Kaylee, well done. Yeah, I appreciate yes, that. Yeah, well that's done. we kind of talked about that. Uh, what colors to use, and 
how are we going to package everything? And, you know, can we make a hardwood box for everything? Yeah, but it'd take us five times as long to spit out an ashtray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but every piece that we make will come with a bag like that. So that is our standard packaging. Um, if you want a hardwood handmade box, we can do that, but that will be additional cost just because they're a heck of an undertaking. Um, but the hardwood boxes are also lined in premium padded leathers. So those are pretty legit uh, when yeah. we do them. Yeah. There's uh, more wood in the box than in the ashtray. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Seriously. <laughs> I bet. Well, and that, uh, you know, that color is very Minnesotan. So there you I go. That, you know, we've got uh, some Vikings. We've Vi- got some Prince. Vikings fan. <laughs> but, I'm yeah. a, but I'm a huge Prince fan, so I love the, you know, I love the purple. Purple rain, baby. Purple rain, baby. All right. So <laughs> let's move into this week's. Numero de los muertos. All right, guys. As always, Numero de los muertos is brought to you by Oveja Negra Brands. They bring you premium smoking smoking experiences forged from tobacco, time, and talent. Comprised of Black Label Trading Company, Black Work Studio, Dissonant, and Emilio. Oveja Negra Brands provide smokers uncompromising blends renowned for their flavor and lasting impression. Oveja Negra, where art and tobacco collide. Join the flock. Visit ovejanegracigars.com to learn more. This week's number. All right. Is 15,000 a year. Wow, that's a big number. Although last week's number was a big number too. But Do you remember that? 15,000 is a big number. Yeah, it's half of what it was last week. So uh, this number, 15,000 a year is a global number we will uh we'll give you that all right so so guys every year fifteen thousand people die from this globally globally we get to 20 questions and guess what that might be okay so we asked garrett the questions to figure this out let's yeah, see mm-hmm. pick these wisely casey or else we're gonna look like a bunch of fools <laughs> and viewers post your questions in the comments too we'll put them up on screen and as a hint, right. it's not ashtrays being thrown at small children. That, that <laughs> number is up to seven since we started now. this. <laughs> <laughs> Every piece we've made has now hit a child. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So is it is it organ related? It is not organ related. Okay. Is it sexually transmitted? It's transmitted. <laughs> it is not. Okay. Chad woodworking. Is it woodworking? It is not woodworking. That would have been. Hey, that doesn't count. (laughs) (laughs) Is it coronavirus? Oh no. (laughs) No, we're up a little higher. Yeah, we're up a little higher net now. That's New York. So. Rusty Rusty says malaria. Is it malaria? It is not malaria. Is is it is it a disease? It is not. Not Is it uh, is it an activity like a sports activity? It is not. Okay. Oh, uh, is it in a vehicle? It is. Uh, well, okay. So n- I'm going to say no. Okay. But um, no. Okay. It okay. is not bug related. Not bug related. Okay. okay. Good Lord. Is this, is this something that happens in the ocean? Um, it, mm, that's a good question. I can't answer that. Okay. <laughs> no, of course, not. Of course Man, now I'm getting really confused. Well, because um, okay, so we will we will steer you guys a little bit and uh, say it is an occupational hazard. 
Okay. I was going to ask okay. if it was like construction. All right. Helicopter crashes. Not construction. Not helicopter crashes. Okay. Um, uh, getting, getting shot in the head by a nail gun. Mm. <laughs> Not construction. Not construction. Uh, yeah, come on, man. Not construction. Okay. Oh, man, this is tough. This mm -hmm. is tough. Occupational hazard. It is not lightning. Okay. Is it, uh, is it anything related to the medical industry? It is not. Okay. Is it related to the energy industry? Sometimes. Sometimes. Is it, is it, is it working on uh, wind turbines? No. Is this... Uh, Kaylee asked, also guessed forklift. It is not forklift. Could it be? Oh, man. Building accidents. It is not that either, Chad. Uh, is it related to... Uh, could it be the, the power industry, like uh, electrical lines? Not electrical lines. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> I got nothing. Oh, my God. Is it related uh -huh. to woodworking? It is not. Okay. Is it, <laughs> is, it, is it directly related to the weapons industry? It is not. Man, how many more jobs are there? Is it military? It is not. Could it be related to the food industry? It is not. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. <laughs> what is left? Is it office related? Uh, it is definitely not office related. So this is it's not um, staplers. an industry. So what you think <laughs> Excuse me, I believe Excuse you have. Me. I believe you have my <laughs> senorita. May I have a mai tai? Um, my stapler with far too much salt on my on my margarita. <laughs> uh, great big grains of salt. It is not animal related. Now, energy is uh, kind of the closest <laughs> guest you guys have had, but this particular um, occupation kind of spans uh, many different uh, industries, but. Um, I'll give you a hint. Um, Philadelphia has a has a big industry of this. Um, Steel, kind of. Mm -hmm. We almost said a yes. Yep. All right, Casey's on the right track. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Um. Kind of skyscraper bill. What do you said? No construction, right? Yeah, not construction. Not construction. Steel mills. No. Um, there is please, also. Please share Renetta Weber right now. So there's That's also. That's the worst guess I've ever seen in my life. Cream cheese is a oh great guess, but it is not. Uh, not gas leaks. <laughs> it is not refining accidents. It is not oil drilling. It is. Okay. It is not cream cheese. Kaylee, so, that's a great guess, but it it's is. not cream cheese. It is not cream cheese <laughs> or goat milk. It's not goat milk. Um, che Cheesesteak fights. Cheesesteak fights. In Philly, it could totally be cheesesteak. That's a good guess. That's the best guess I've seen. Damn it. it now is. I'm hungry for a cheesesteak. I really Thanks want a, cheese a lot, steak. Chad. All right, Chad, Chad. Chad, send me a cheesesteak. <laughs> um, all right. So let's go back to Philly. Let's go back to steel. Okay. So what... What do they need to do to get the steel? Coal. Okay, you're getting close. That's part of it. Burn coal. Is it ore mining? It is. Well, it's mining. 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 Okay. So, All right. Mining. There are 15,000 people that die from mining, be it coal, um, salt. In the U.S.? 
No, globally. Oh, okay. Yep, I globally. Um, salt was actually a big one. Oh, really? Yeah. The salt mines, yeah, they're pretty dangerous. I had no idea. Huh. So, um, yeah, coal and salt were the two most dangerous mining um, wow. uh, operations. Holy cow. 15,000 a year. 15,000 a year die man from it my mom my mom used to tell us don't dig too big of a hole in the sand on the beach because you (laughs) might get buried (laughs) so i I fully understand what they're talking about. absolutely your mom is right and if you get if you get stuck down in there somebody's gonna walk along and hit you in the head with an ashtray especially if i'm on the beach Oh man! So the smelting accident. <laughs> he had an unfortunate smelting accident. <laughs> so uh, that is this week's numero de los muertos. So, guys, it's time for a lightning round. I'm going to start with Casey. If you could choose to hear the thoughts of one living person for ten minutes. Who would it be and why? Probably my dad, honestly. Wow, okay. That I think that might be a first time definitely. First time answer for and that I like one. it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Because because I think we we think very similarly and we're very analytical and I don't know, you just I, I would like to really get in there, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I know what you're saying. <laughs> he knows a lot about wood, so yeah. <laughs> he's always getting in there. All right, so Noah, same question. You could he- you could choose to hear the thoughts of one living person for ten minutes. Oh, I don't think I'd go with my family because I think that'd screw me up going forward. Hundred <laughs> percent with you. Got to go with Donald Trump. I just I gotta know. Yeah, <laughs> gotta know. That's That's very, it's a very no matter where you stand. You just I just would be interesting. Yep. And yeah, I, it's a very popular answer, and honestly, people from from both, both sides, sides of the political spectrum, it's yeah. it's like we. I just need to know what the hell is going on up inside that brain. Yeah, you know, uh, whether whether it looks it because I'm convinced it's one it's one like extreme or the other. It either oh, yeah. it either looks like a beautiful mind or it's just like two little little like alien creatures like banging on a piece of rock with a chisel. Yeah, total mush or just complete world's best troll of all time. <laughs> yeah, especially during tweet hour. I yeah, would... that's just, that's when I would pick my ten minutes for yeah. sure. Definitely. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll start with Noah this time. If you were about to get into a fight, what soundtrack music would come on? Oh, Queen, don't stop me now. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> hell yes. Nice. That's a good one. That's First a good time one. and a great one. Great answer. Uh, Casey, what's your answer? Oh, man, you guys are really putting me on the spot here. Well, you're a big uh, fighter, so. I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover, so this is hard for me. <laughs> I can. I, I'm, you know, I listen to. I mean, I've I listened to a lot of Led Zeppelin and and that kind of stuff. I grew up on that. I knew I know all of it, but that's actually how we're friends, by the way. Oh yeah, Casey had a Led Zeppelin Peter sweatshirt Frampton on too. at the, nice. at the church thing, and I was like Led Zeppelin, and we we're like, all right, let's be friends. 
Did we just become best friends? Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, didn't oh, interrupt. <laughs> no, it gave me a little time. It's all right. No. Um, uh, your wife thinks uh, it's Ice Ice Baby. Oh, <laughs> oh. That's, my, that's my aunt. <laughs> oh, that's your aunt? <laughs> Yeah. They're really weird in the Spurgeon family. <laughs> <laughs> I told you a lot of my family is going to be on. Hey, that's great. I love that. It would be Ice Ice Baby because I get into yeah, that's it. That's a great answer. Wrong mindset. When Seriously, I when I saw the comment Ice Ice Baby, Scotch almost came out of my nose. <laughs> <laughs> that was priceless. I can't believe I didn't think of that. Which reminds me of my favorite meme that I saw this week. And it's uh, a picture of Vanilla Ice. And it says... Some of y'all didn't collaborate and listen, and it shows. <laughs> <laughs> so just just a backstory on that comment is every time we karaoke, the only song I will do is I Size Baby. And I know every word to the song. So oh, nice. well, who, yes. who doesn't? I mean. Right? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, All right. Call me out. Next question. Uh, we're going to start with Casey. You could okay. – you have to choose one of the following. You could hit a home run as a starting pitcher. You could score a touchdown as a defensive lineman. Or you could score a goal in a hockey game as the goalie. Oh, for sure, the hockey game goalie. knew it. No <laughs> one knew exactly what I was going to do. 100% we, we all, used to play hockey together, actually. Yeah, we played hockey. <laughs> you know? I, my brother was a goalie. He played a goalie in college. and So... To do that is way harder than any of those other things they're talking about. So yeah. definitely the hockey player. Uh, yes, same answer, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, <laughs> I figured. I figured after you said that, that was going to be Noah's same answer. Yeah, that was easy. We actually had that happen one time. Oh we, yeah, yeah. When I played roller hockey, we had just to run the run the scoreboard kind of team, and uh, we didn't. We, there was one game we didn't have a goalie. We won twenty-one to seven. <laughs> and then the next game that we played the same team, we had a goalie, and he went and got – I think he almost got a hat trick. He got two goals. <laughs> <laughs> they were that bad. Oh, God. That's awesome. Love it. Um, so if you guys could give a piece of advice to a brand-new cigar, premium cigar smoker, what's that piece of advice going to be? Oh, that's a hard question. There's so many things, but I think my number one of anything ever, and I wish somebody would have told me from day one and really drilled it in, is quality over quantity. So, and there's a lot of other things I almost would choose, but that specific thing would help so many people get into the hobby further. They'd appreciate cigars more. Um, it's just hard because when you're a new cigar smoker, you want to build that collection, especially once you start like really getting into it. Yeah. And I think a lot of us, you know, in the early days, you buy the cheap stuff, you buy the online deals and from all the big catalog stores. And I would definitely say quality over quantity all day long. Nice. Yeah, I, what about you? I think uh, that's that's a good way to put it. I mean, I'm definitely not a, a really high level smoker, but I would definitely say don't be scared. You know, just if you enjoy them, smoke them and it doesn't fully matter what's on the label but uh you know have have the experience and sit and, and smoke with someone you want to sit and talk to you know it's it's not as as much about the cigar as it is about who you're who you're hanging with and yeah and uh what what you're talking about so yeah 
Um, and one one that I had earlier that I forgot to ask was, uh, and we've been asking this for the last few weeks, and it's kind of fun, is if you had to choose that one Desert Island cigar, Ooh. and I know it's, it's uh, <laughs> and it's, this is, it's a hypocritical question for me because I can never answer it. But, you know, if you were, you know, if you had to choose that one Desert Island cigar where it's like, you know, you're going to be stranded for X number of months. You know, you can have as many boxes as you want of this one cigar. I mean, and it, it and the cool thing is it as your smoking experiences progress, it could change. Three months from now, it might mm-hmm. be a different cigar. Two years ago, it might have been a different cigar. But what is it today? Casey, I'll let you go first on this one. All right, I'm going to go with a pack of Cheyennes. <laughs> <laughs> been a great show. All right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Uh, we'll take the, care of that the, in What's that? I said, we'll take care of that in post. Yeah. <laughs> You're never coming on again. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. These Dunbartons are very good. I mean, uh, I, I I really enjoy them. They're, they're definitely a different flavor from from what I've had in the past. So I, I'd go with the Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust uh, cigars. Yeah, that's a hard question. I can't believe you're doing this to cigar people, Matt. And <laughs> this, is, this is rough, man. Got to keep it real. Yep. So this is a this is like really tough because you got to think, can I go with something super, super strong? Mm-hmm. And then you got to smoke that all the time. Like, cause mm-hmm. probably my go-to for if I could have an unlimited supply would be like Padron 50th anniversary Maduro's. Right. Love that cigar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got a handful left. Thank God. But they're, uh, they're so strong. I don't think I could do that forever. So um, I really, I probably am relatively close to Casey here that right now I have smoked more of these tricky tracas than mm-hmm. any cigar on the market for the last 12 months. Hands down. And I got to say, this is probably it because I can still pick this up in the morning and smoke it. It is full Mm -hmm. bodied, but not full strength. There you go. So I'd say probably as of today, it'd be it'd be the Mikarita Tricky Chaka. All right. uh, Let's do uh, notable smokables for the week. Mm -hmm. Um, As always, guys, these are just some interesting cigars that we've smoked over the last week or so that uh, could be brand new to the market, could be on the market for 20 years. Um, Mine, it, my first one, I have to say, because uh, we had we had Dave Garofalo from the Cigar Authority and Two Guys Cigars on the show. And he talked about his Desert Island cigar, which was the Atabay. Okay. And um, uh, he was very kind, and he sent us some of these cigars. And I sat down and I smoked one of these cigars. And it... This is it. It really is an example of 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 quality. Uh, it's it's. I mean, read up on the cigars. Go back and watch our show with D- with Dave when he talks about these cigars, and and then even even go back and and when we talk to Oliver Naveau about uh, you know all the brands from United uh, Cigars, and you know Atabay is it really is special, and uh, it's an experience, and it's. Uh, it's extremely nuanced and uh, it's just a, a, a great experience to sit down and smoke. So that from this week was my first uh, uh, notable smokable um, Garrett's Garrett's leafing through his uh, uh, pictures on his phone. Oh, I'm over here on Instagram myself. 
don't even remember the name of this one. Look at it. What all I smoked. So this, I'll be honest. This is a brand that I've seen. The one that Garrett has has pulled up on his phone. It's a brand I've seen before. I'll be honest. I don't even have a clue what you call the brand. It's uh, hold yeah. the hold yeah. the picture up to the Ronnie. If Ronnie, if you're on. Oh, Adventura. Adventura. Okay. Yeah. So again, it's I've seen their their pictures yep. all over social media. I've never tried the brand before, but Garrett, that's one of your notables. What did you think, dude? Yeah, I I can't wait to get more. I'm uh, I'm gonna reach out to Ronnie as soon as uh, he can carry that nose around and <laughs> sniff you out some cigars because uh, uh, that cigar was was ridiculous. It was fantastic, nice. and he even said, "Do you do you have the Calibri V cut?" I was like, that's pretty much all I use. He's like, perfect. Hit it with the V-cut, and it'll be perfect. And it was. The cigar was a perfect draw. The flavors were out of this world. It was just, it blew me away because I haven't, I've I've seen a few pictures, I think, of it, but it's nowhere around here. So Nice. I have heard a lot of really good things about that brand. And Ronnie actually sent me two to try with an order I had of some Donderma. And I, I have them resting just because I always let everything reacclimate before I smoke. But yep. uh, I've I've heard those are some of the best, like dude, hands dude, down, right out. now. It's lights out. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I haven't yeah. smoked a single Aventura, but I've heard from everybody I trust that smoke cigars. They said mm-hmm. you have to smoke this. Nice. Um, so for you guys, if you if you want to jump in here, is there anything you know interesting uh, that you've uh, smoked over the last week that uh, really kind of caught your fancy? Casey, you smoke any Grenadiers or Backwoods? <laughs> I had a nice uh, Marlboro this week. <laughs> he actually uh, he picked up the uh, the limited Dutch Masters. So. Yeah, the peach one. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you guys are killing me. That's all right. That's fine. I like wood. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I actually have been really really digging, and this has been consistent for the last ever since IPCPR uh, Ace Prime. Okay, Ace Prime yeah. is just unreal, man. I've been smoking a lot of their stuff lately. Um, some of the best cigars I think I've ever had. I don't know where his Lancero went, but that cigar specifically was probably hands down top five of all time. Um, right. So those guys, a um, couple other. I mean, I smoked a lot of Sin Compromiso recently. Those are always mm-hmm. good, you know. Uh, everybody knows that, though. So and I've been picking up a little more on the Placencia stuff as well. It's uh, they're they're great too. Yeah, uh, Casey. Anything? Uh, I know you don't smoke as often as a lot of us do, but is there anything interesting you tried recently that you thought, man, I got to buy more of these? You know these <laughs> these tricky chagas are <laughs> really good. I mean, I don't smoke a lot, but I I can definitely smoke these, and I, yeah. I'm just gonna stick with that and. One other one I got to throw in there that I've yeah, had a lot recently is uh, so JSK has the toothpicks 2.0, right? Yep. yep. When the original, they weren't labeled 1.0, but the original toothpicks came out, I bought 50 cabs of both variants and I've been smoking those lately. And I'm not kidding you, man. Those short filler cigars are blowing $15 cigars out of the water almost every day. Yeah. Unreal what Risky yeah. did with those things for like six bucks, you know? Right. I smoked through all of my first runs. Yeah. It'd be nice to, yeah. Yeah. I just have so many cigars. I forget what I have right. half the time. I'm like, oh shit, I have a lot of these left. Right. Exactly. 
Um, my la- my only other one from this week that uh, is on my notable list. Uh, so Garrett gave me a couple of these and, um, well, a couple different cigars from this manufacturer and somebody we're going to have on the show soon. Uh, the, the Casa Cuevas Reserva Maduro. Mm. And let me tell you what. Mm-hmm. So okay. this mm-hmm. cigar is... And this, so it's San Andreas Maduro wrapper, but I also read up on it because as I'm smoking this cigar, I was like, this, there's so much like rich kind of dark earthiness to this cigar. And sure enough, I went and I read up on it and there's some Ometepe Nicaragua in the filler, which has that, that kind of dirty, dank, love, dirty tobacco. And mm-hmm. it's and it's really got that it's and it's it's this cool kind of balance between, you know, that sort of sweet and spicy San Andreas wrapper and that um, that earthy, super earthy uh, Ometepe in the filler. And I got I I dig it. So, Garrett, mm-hmm. thank you for that. And mm-hmm. we're going to and we're going to have uh, we're going to have uh, Luis on the show and we'll talk more about that in a minute. I think somebody sent me one of those recently. I'll have to see if that was the one. Yeah, Dude, I was I was a fan, and the and well, I mean, not to throw another one in, but the the Habano, uh, Robusto also was extremely good. So yeah, uh, big fan. Yeah, their core line is is great, but that Reserva Maduro. Yeah, that's, that's where it's at. Yeah, it's a good cigar. It, yeah, uh, Garrett, did you have any other notables this week? That was my big notable. Okay. To be honest with you, I I haven't uh, done much in uh, special things. All right. Uh, so, guys, some uh, programming notes for those of you watching and listening. Upcoming shows next week, a week from tonight on May 19th. We're so excited to talk to Michael Herklotz from Nat Sherman Cigars. Um, and we're uh, uh, a week after that, we're going to talk to, like we just said, we're going to talk to uh, Luis Cuevas from Casa Cuevas Cigars. Uh, and then following, we're already into June. Uh, so June 2nd, uh, we're going to talk to... Uh, Tim Swanson, uh, and he's from American Viking Cigars. Brand new cigar brand just launched. You may also know Tim as uh, the guy from Cigars Daily. So uh, we're going to have him on the show on June 2nd and talk about American Viking Cigars. Uh, So, guys, before we leave, give all our viewers and listeners one final idea where they can find out everything about Char Design Co. Chardesignco.com has the website but even more so instagram we will be posting every new piece on there custom or otherwise they'll also go on the website Um, but i'm super active on social media i handle all that for the company Uh, just pay attention to instagram we also have facebook page oh did you finish that look what casey's got maybe a sneak peek (laughs) oh i forgot you were working on that what so yeah we're playing around with a little resin guys just so you know (laughs) i'll be right i forgot about that one <laughs> Just a sneak peek. Don't don't worry about it, guys. Seriously, go to their Instagram because that's where I uh, I spent a long time, and it's gorgeous. But what you just did was it it moved. <laughs> Always the wood, man. <laughs> it, hey, it, we're working on different stuff, so it we're not. You know, we're we're doing a lot of things. That's really really. Awesome. I can't wait to uh see the uh the the high res pictures of that on your Instagram. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Cool. Instagram's the place to be. Like I said, yeah. Facebook as well. I, we have a Twitter. We don't really use that a lot. 
Um, but Instagram is where I mainly put everything up and, and anything for sale will be on the website. So nice. Uh, well, guys, we can't thank you enough. We're, mm-hmm. we're really grateful that you guys spent some time with us on the show tonight. And we wish you all the best with Char going forward. We're excited for your progress. And we hope things just blow up for you, seriously, in a good way. And this beautiful gift. Yeah. And thank you yeah. so much. Absolutely. Yeah. Blown away. And yeah. super grateful. Well, thank you guys so much for having us. Seriously, I, you know I've been trying to get on the show for a while. And things have happened. We haven't been able to do it. So... Um, I'm kind of glad to do it with Char because that was going to be uh, Ira Busto. So um, pretty, pretty pumped about being on here, guys. Thank you so much again. It's been fun. Um, this hour and a half just blew by. Oh, my gosh. Right? Yeah. Do this for hours. This was this was great. And hopefully uh, we'll make an appearance someday again. Absolutely. We love it. We yeah. love it. Thank you, guys. Experience yeah. Char. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. So. To all our viewers and listeners, we're excited for you, uh, you know, to experience Char. We thank you so much for spending time with us tonight. As always, uh, you do every Tuesday night. Uh, and until we see you next time, burn cigars, not bridges. Thanks. How man. about that cigar? <laughs> <laughs>